Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy and I'm with Beth. Beth, I can't wait to get into today's discussion. <laughs> I love it. I love it when we're together. Oh, well, it, I think it's going to be a great discussion and it really was a wonderful launch pad. Yesterday's conversation was a wonderful launch pad into uh, what we're going to do today. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I don't know that we started out knowing it was going to be like that, but truly, yesterday we were looking at, at Colossians about why we do what we do about how to live life we weren't just looking at colossians we were we were looking at um, all the epistles the 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 books the letters that paul wrote to the churches to say okay so this is where you're at it's a fallen world uh but this is how you need to carefully live in this place that doesn't understand Christ so that you may be living in the will of God and presenting Christ to others. Because without him empowering us, without our conversations being seasoned with his salt, without being compassionate and kind and humble and and gentle and patient and gracious, grace-filled, why would the world want anything we have to offer? Exactly. So it is a goal of ours to become more like Christ. Now, the good news is we don't have to do this in our own strength. The power of the Holy Spirit at work in us will give us the strength to change our behaviors that are not honoring Colossians 3 talks about that. Galatians talks about that. I love the way every time it's going to give you a list of, of um, this is how you want to live, it, it kind of mentions this is how you're living now. So look at Galatians 5, before the fruit of the Spirit. You're going to find things that look a lot like the world that we live in, but but we are called to something greater. We are called to to love um, as an action, as a verb. And how does love look lived out in us? Well, um, it looks like the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. I mean, when you go down through that list of the fruit of the Spirit, that's a good checklist for you. Mm-hmm. Is that what's coming out of your mouth? or Is that your actions to mm-hmm. other people? Is that what other people see, basically? Mm-hmm. Because... That's what that's what we're getting at is that sometimes we don't even see it ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? So right. so self examination has to be with other people's observation as well. It certainly in. does. And I, I think the Colossians three chapter where it reminds us that bearing with one another, that means forgiving. Yeah. Um, if any has a grievance a grievance against you, because why? Because Christ already forgave us. He is the model of bearing with mm others. And that's our goal as Christ followers to reflect his glory in all situations. There, that word came up again, goal. I didn't even try to get it in there this time, Missy. (laughs) But we, Missy and I are part of another roundtable study. Uh, We meet um, with another group of ladies and oh my goodness, since 2012. Wow. 
We yeah. have been meeting and looking at principles taken from Proverbs. Um, we've looked at some other books. We've looked at the book by James Bryan Smith on Colossians 3. It's called Hidden in Christ, Living Life as God's Beloved. We've looked at a, a, a wide variety of books over the years, but this year we find ourselves landing back to the principles. Um, we're looking at a different format, the Global Priority uh Solutions Foundation has a, a study called Momentum, and we are looking at the Momentum uh, Module 1 workbook. Now, this has been formulated. It's kind of different. Lorette started out with John Schrock doing a beautiful job of opening up the Proverbs and looking at the, the values and principles taken from Proverbs and incorporating those verses into these very principles that we're still looking at today. Life and Times, the world in which we live, some of these principles, some of this um, effort was not accepted in our public sector because the Word of God was used in it. Uh, and it makes me so sad. However, this is what I know. <sighs> Preaching the gospel always, using words only when necessary. We can continue to live out life in a way without without referencing the Bible, because it's building a bridge of relationship. And in building that bridge, that's when people come to us and ask the question. That's where we are admonished by Paul, by Peter, by all throughout Scripture to always be ready to give that answer when asked of the hope that is in you. Well, how do those opportunities happen? By being a person of integrity by living life with intentionality, by choosing to walk in the fruit of the Spirit and follow Christ's example. These are our goals. And so today, we are going to look at the value of goals as written by Global Priority Solutions. And you can find them online at www.globalpriority.org. And it's all about roundtable training. And that's what we do. We sit at a table and we take turns reading and then we talk about what we've read. So welcome to our roundtable today. <laughs> our roundtable on the value of goals. Zig Ziglar says, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Mm. Goal setting is a powerful process. It helps you determine your priorities, get organized, make big decisions, and realize your dreams. It enables you to envision your ideal future and then develop a plan to make your dreams a reality. The process of setting goals helps you choose where you want to go in life. By knowing what you want to achieve, You'll recognize where you need to concentrate your efforts. You'll also quickly spot the distractions that would take you off course. Goals are set on many different levels. First, you have to decide what you want to be or achieve. Once you have that figured out, you can strategize and break it down into a series of smaller goals you need to meet in order to achieve your dream. Things don't just happen. You can dream of many possibilities and have desires, but you won't reach them without a plan. As Lao Tzu says, a journey of 1,000 miles starts with one step. Everything you do in life should be based on your goals. When your goals are not established, it's easy for situations and drama to occupy your mind and waste your time. When you shoot at nothing, you will be sure to hit it. Mm -hmm. Top achievers in all fields set goals and put their focus on making a plan and working the plan. People with goals succeed because they know where they are going. 
Earl Nightingale. We should regularly evaluate our goals, especially long-term ones. Over time, our aspirations may change. As we more fully recognize our interests and strengths, we should not feel tied to goals that are no longer relevant or that we feel no passion for. Taking time for reflection every few months is a good way to reassess what's important to us and what will bring us the greatest fulfillment in our future. Reflection can be as simple as asking ourselves, is this goal still connected to my dreams? Mm. And let's stop right there for a minute. We are going to jump into the benefits of goal setting. But goal setting, you can say, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm just a housewife. I don't need to set goals. Yes, you do. Or, oh, I'm retired. I, I don't really have goals anymore. Oh, you should. <laughs> goals, having that goal out there in front of you is what keeps you moving forward. I just spoke to two beautiful young women yesterday who were married to brothers. And their their husband's grandfather died recently. And, and what they saw was that he had met his goals in life. His body was deteriorating. And he... He had lost hope for living. Now, he had a hope in Christ. He knew where he was going. But as far as making a difference here on this earth, he, he had completed his goals here on this earth. That's beautiful. Live life with those goals in mind. And when your end comes, mm. you're, you're just so, so ready. Mm. Um, as a mom of that beautiful new baby, think about when they're 18. Who do you want to send off to college? Yeah. Who who do you want to prepare? Who do you want this child to be in the future? As you sit there with that baby wrapped in your arms, and this is near and dear to our hearts, Missy, because we both have new grandbabies. We do this have summer. new grandbabies, so we know exactly what we're <laughs> oh saying when my. we say those new babies. So yeah. so make it a goal to pray a blessing over mm. this child each and every day. Make it a goal to lead this child in the truth of God's word. Mm -hmm. These are goals. These, these may not be financial goals, fitness goals, but these are important goals Absolutely. That, that will impact. These are seeds being planted that will impact the future of this child. So I don't care what you're doing. Maybe you're a grandma sitting in a chair in the nursing home saying, I, I don't know, I can't get out and do I, I don't know what to do. Well, make it a goal to pray for your grandchildren, to pray for your nieces and nephews. Prayer is so powerful. As um, I think it's Bill Hybels that had the quote, when we work, we work, but when we pray, God works. Mm. Oh, my goodness, what a goal to have God at work in the lives of those we love. How about in the lives of those who lead our nation? Mm. Maybe you're being called to pray for our politicians. Yeah. What a beautiful, immense goal. Pursue it. Pursue it. Missy, what jumped out at you? Uh, I, I think in this first paragraph, um, that's where it says, by knowing what you want to achieve, you'll recognize where you need to concentrate your efforts mm -hmm. and that you'll also quickly spot the distractions that would take you off your course. And I don't know about you, Beth, but uh, that I can see that easily happening in my life, the mm -hmm. distractions, getting off course. And that's... That's one of my goals, to not get off course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, Paul talks about that, you know, to, to stay on the path, to not becoming a, a, what he calls a castaway in the New King James Version. Or I think that's the Old King James Version. But, uh, you know, we all know people who have 
started out on the path of following Christ mm-hmm. and and know people who have maybe wandered off or gotten lost along the way. And even now, some some people, well-known people, are, are denying it altogether. Ugh. I don't want that for me, right. ever. Right. Um, my goal is to stay faithful. And so uh, distractions, I think that's not a good thing. Well, I can tell you, Missy, um, that is a part of my goal setting in wanting to be in the Word of God and uh, wanting to memorize Scripture. Mm. And I didn't think about it being really a goal like I'm reading here, but but in knowing that there were some difficult uh, relationships that were going to have to be, I don't know, managed uh, over a season of time, uh, my goal was to memorize Romans 12, 14 through 21 so that I would be reminded mm. how to walk through that season, that re- that season of doing life with people that, were, I don't know, I just didn't quite mm. know how to respond. Um, that That's why scripture memorization has become a part of my life goals. Christine Kane was recently quoted as saying, the truth of God's word is the anchor for the Christian's life. Without it, you will drift. You will you will drift to whichever way the current is going. Yes. And she said, remember, even dead fish drift. I don't want to be a dead fish drifting with whichever way the wind is blowing. I want to be anchored in the Word of God so that I know how to respond when life gets hard and life does get hard and when the storms come. And oh, the storms do come. But the truth of God's Word, memorizing it, hiding it in my heart, that's the goal that I would love to, to oh, just encourage each and every one of our listeners today to make a goal in their lives. Um, so let's look. go ahead and look at the benefits. The benefits of the value of goals. If you practice the value of goals, you will experience these benefits. Number one, you will be excited about your future because you will be able to measure the progress you're making towards living your dream. Number two, goals give you long-term vision and short-term motivation. You will see forward progress in what could have seemed to be a long, pointless grind. Number three, you will increase your personal value and your confidence by having a specific objective and purpose. Number four, your self-esteem will build as you accomplish your goals. You will feel good about your achievements, and that will propel you on to bigger things. And number five, you will firmly hold on to your dreams and future and take control over your life. You will run your life rather than allowing life to run you. Wow. Wow. What jumped out at you, Missy? (laughs) Well, I I did underline a couple of things. Uh, Number one, measuring the progress. Uh I think we are all encouraged when we see progress Mm -hmm. in our lives. And then I also underlined long-term vision and short-term motivation. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's key. I think what what keeps you motivated, what keeps you going. And then I also underlined uh, this last part about running your life rather than having life run you. Right. We're all headed somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, without goals, you, I mean, you're, you are going to go somewhere. Where are you going to end up? So what are you aiming at? You're going to hit it, right? Right, right. You know, the, this, this value of goals, before the break we were talking about it from a scriptural point, of allowing the Word of God to be, uh, having that as a goal, to, to be in it, to memorize it, to allow it to just sink deep into your heart and life so that you can live it out. 
and this is true, and and we have seen it happen. Uh, the the word of God will point us in the right direction, but goals also apply to every area, every physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, relationally. Um, in in all of these areas, you think about why people go to the gym. They go there. They take that first step, having a goal. Now it gets hard, right? It's not easy. It's not easy. But if you stick with it, yeah, there is a goal that will come. And we've seen that in, in people's lives. All of a sudden, it's, what happened? You're, you're half the man by weight that you used to be. Well, they had a goal. They were tired of their life running them because they had no motivation to be healthy. Maybe it was a doctor visit that said, whoa, you know what? You You need to do something or... 10, 15, 20 years from now, you're going to regret not doing anything. So it can happen there physically. It can happen financially. That goal of, oh, by the time I'm 30, by the time I'm 40, 50, whatever it is, figure out how many years you have till that, divide it out, do the math, and then take those daily steps and watch that grow. That goal of... um Whatever it is, working through the the junk that you've been carrying, the baggage that you've been carrying. Are you a hoarder? Hmm. You know, they say that people who hoard, a lot of times, yes, it's a physical manifestation of an emotional issue that they've never worked through. Go see a counselor. Let someone with wisdom help you work through all the baggage that you've been carrying that's not even yours. It may have been your grandma and grandpa's and and your your parents or your next-door neighbors, but you don't have to carry that weight with you. Have a goal. Have a goal to get healthy. Have a goal to break free of whatever it is that's holding you back. What's your goal? This works in so many areas. That's why people go on in education so many areas i want to become this okay what do i have to do to become this well there are steps to take you can't be a doctor without going to school you can't be a nurse without going to school the world needs good nurses and doctors what's your goal how do you get there okay i'm gonna kick my soapbox out from under (laughs) my feet and let's look at the characteristics absolutely of people who take and make the value of goals their priority Number one, these people put their goals in writing. They define certain duties attached to specific time segments. Number two, these people concentrate on their goals. They use a daily to-do list to keep themselves focused on the target. Number three, these people measure their progress on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. Number four, these people have flexible plans. They will renew their goals and make adjustments as needed. And number five, these people are ambitious and determined to achieve their goals. They realize that they must take action in order to be successful. So Beth, what jumped out at you? Well, I'm telling you, it's it's that number five, ambitious and determined to achieve their goals. Um, I never have really thought of myself as ambitious and determined, okay? <laughs> However, when I read that, I thought, that's... That's why I have the Word of God hidden in my heart. Yeah. It's not, and it's not in my strength because I don't have a good memory for memorizing all those things. But I was determined, and I asked God, "Help me, Lord. These mm-hmm. are the scriptures that I know I need to filter all of my life through. Help me." So, um, 
I had to take action. I had to do what I had to do in order to hide that word in my heart. I've seen the same results at the gym, in finances. You know, I've seen those results relationally. So, yeah, that, but I've never applied the word ambitious to my life. So it, it kind of made me go, oh, um, um, maybe I am ambitious. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Missy? Um, you know, I, I think that as I looked at it, one of the things that really struck me is, again, the idea of, of uh, not just measuring your progress, but the idea of being flexible, that, uh-huh. you know, we, we can make our plans and we need to, and mm-hmm. we can set our goal and we need to. But first and foremost, it's always got to be God's will for our life. Mm-hmm. So so reevaluating that is important. Right. Looking at that again is important. And it's okay for that to change, I guess is what struck me. Right. I think it's so beautiful that when we set our goals, we then have a filter. Um, okay, I've said my goal is to lose... 10 pounds in the next oh, year. Uh, you know, it, it, it takes a lot for women. So uh, a man can say, I'll lose 10 pounds in the next two weeks, and he will. But, but let's face it, as, as women, things take a little slower in that physical sense. But um, we set that goal, and then we say, okay, this cream stick that I love so much, does it help me or hinder me in achieving that goal? We set that goal financially. We know where we want to be. And then we say, this purchase that I think I can't live without, will it help me or hinder me? We, we set that goal of time management. And then we have to say, okay, I just want to hop on Facebook for a little bit. Okay, will that help me or hinder me from the time management plan that I have so that my priorities are a part of my everyday and then what's left is spent on things that won't matter a year from now, 10 years from now. It just helps us view life with a different perspective. I say that people are a priority to me. I have the goal of investing in people's life. Okay, so this book that I'm reading, is this part of the plan that encourages my spirit that will allow me to invest in others or is it kind of fluff and I need to just put it aside and and concentrate on something that will actually allow me to live out my goal of having words of wisdom to share with others. There are steps to follow as you're pursuing this value of goals. One of them is to write your goals down. Use positive language. Say what you will do rather than what you will not do. Number two, define your goals with details such as cost, time, the time frame, and resources. To really give yourself the opportunity to succeed, you must recognize what will be required to meet your goal. There's a price to pay to make a dream come true. It's important to be as realistic as possible so that you can honestly determine if you need to adjust your goals. Number three is is if you have several goals, give each a priority. This helps you to avoid feeling overwhelmed by too many goals and ensures that you direct your attention to the most important ones. Number four, pace yourself. Specify what you will do in a week, a month, and in a year. If you can lay out a practical way to achieve your goal, you will be more likely to accomplish it. Number five, create a list of things that you will do today to help you meet your long-term goal. In the planning phase of goal setting, your daily to-do list may include reading books and gathering information on how to best meet your goals. This will help you to improve the quality and realism of your goal setting. Number six is to stay focused on your goals by looking at and updating your to-do list on a daily basis. 
Review your long-term plans frequently and modify them to reflect your changing priorities and experience. And number seven, when you have achieved a goal, take the time to enjoy the satisfaction of having done so. If the goal was a significant one, reward yourself appropriately. Remember always, thoughts become actions, actions become habits, and habits become our destiny. Our destiny, that which God, His goal for us. Oh my, He's given us a place to belong, and we're so glad you've joined us here. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to OpenTheWordPodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse, to transitional design. Then, meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.